0: Uh, activated, alright? And this is just one part of the activation process that we're involved in. And we want all of you to realize that, alright? And so uh, go ahead with the screen if you would please in the, the slide there. We're talking about being activated to celebrate today. Activated celebrated we got a picture of fireworks up there, alright? And um, that's that's what we see. Now that's not our city, okay, but that's that is another city that's really celebrating. And see, I want you to understand something. Celebration, okay, is something that you do in response to what has been accomplished for you, all right? When we go to July 4th and we celebrate uh, 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 the Day of Independence, the Declaration of Independence, for those when they first made it, they had not yet achieved, all right, freedom from the tyranny, all right, that was basically was over them but they celebrated ahead of it. They made a declaration. We declare this day and in this hour that we are going to be free from the oppressor, all right, for them in that moment in time. Well, guess what? We've already been free. We got all the more reason to be able to celebrate, okay? But that celebration process is a commemorative, and it's an ongoing process that helps us to connect and see the value of what other people have done when they've laid down their life so you can have the freedom that we're talking about, all right? And there's no one greater that deserves your attention than Jesus, all right? And so every opportunity that we have to celebrate his goodness, it ought to be uh, something that we do on a regular basis. Now, the thing about us as Christians is that we celebrate all different types of aspects of our lives, aspects of our lives that you really wouldn't have unless Christ did something for you, all right? Now, can you think of the things that would be in chaos and even more dysfunctional than what they have been or even maybe even are without Christ in your life? Can you think about what your life would be like with void of Christ? Is there anybody in here today who doesn't have a reason to celebrate who who Christ is? Is there nobody, right? I mean, no, we all have a reason for it. So here's what we're going to do. We want to, throughout this whole year, so we can keep this theme going, all right, throughout this whole year, we want to take pictures of the activation process that's actually happening through the Central Assembly individuals, okay, through our Central Assembly family. And so we're going to, on Facebook or on Instagram or whatever it is that that you're on, we want to be taking pictures throughout the year of, of things that are in action, where you have been activated, and then there's a result of something happening. So some of you got phones. Pull your phones out right now, all right? Pull your phones out right now and, and, and take a look at those. And, and and we want you to look at that that neighbor that's right there next to you or the other table. And then we want you just to start to take a picture, all right, of people that's all around. You just snap some pictures, all right. And maybe you'll take a picture of someone taking a picture of you. Take some selfies. Do something right now and, and, and get ready to get activated, all right. Come on. So you just smile. Everybody smile good. and Come on. I want to get in someone's picture. Who wants me in their picture? Oh, right over there. I'll get a picture. I got a phone over here somewhere. Who took my phone? All right, there we go. It was there. Take a minute and get get a picture. All right. Here we go. Oh yeah. There we go, guys. We all in here. Let me get my head in here. Oh, your head's not. There we go. Come on, get in here. All right, one, two, and three. All right, activated. Look at look at the camera and say activated. Activated. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Everyone smile. I got some of it. There we go. One, two, and three. All right. Activated. So then, when you go and post this, all right, or you check in on Facebook, go ahead and write hashtag activated CA Central Assembly 2020. All right. And throughout the whole year, we're going to be able to go through at the end of the year and review and see all the activity, all of the ministry. All the exciting things that the Lord is doing, all right, through Central Assembly, yeah. Amen. All right, I don't hear anybody getting excited. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> if you don't know how to do this, just find a twelve-year-old, okay, and ask them. <laughs> I'm going to get a picture of everybody out here. You, you, you all just look so good. All right, all right. Oh, got that light. That lights it. That's Working too well there, but I guess it could have done the panoramic. All right. So those are one of the things. See, you see, we're gonna be talking about activated, all right? Here's some of the areas in which we're we're gonna be activated in. Activated to heal. You think there's healing needed in the land today? Yeah, you think we have some instruction in the word about how we should be activated to heal? You think that we need some instruction to worship? Do you think that that we should be activated to worship? That we should be activated to praise? That we should be activated to serve? Once again, I don't know if everybody was in here, but I see Kim sitting there now. Kim, everybody that's on your team that helped in one way or another, stand to your feet, would you please? They served us today. Anybody helped us in preparation and serving. God bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, church board who serves was with me again on Thursday night as we plan and strategize. Thank you, staff who helped us do all this, all right, and, and putting these things together. Thank you for being faithful givers so that we could provide this meal for you. I mean, I'm just so full of thanks and appreciation for the activation that's happened in people. We're going to activate people to be leaders. We're going to activate people to be helpers. We're going to activate people to witness. We're going to activate people to be generous givers. Hello? How many of you know that we need to be activated in it, Right? So we celebrate all of those things that we are, that we're activated in. And I want you to understand that, that it, it doesn't come without intentionality. You see, in James chapter 1, verse 22, it's our verse, our theme verse, our leaping verse, our launching pad that we're using. It says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. And I put it in red today. Do what it says. Look at your neighbor and say, do what it says. I'm going to be activated. I'm going to do what it says. I, I'm not going to be just a listener of the word, all right? When that word is deposited in me, all right, there is this effervescent activity. There is this reaction that's going to take place. And the effervescent of the, the bubbles and such are going to come out of my life. And, and, and anybody that consumes or partakes, so the word of God says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen? Now, I know it's kind of not a real good picture, but really people are coming around and tasting you on a regular basis, all right? We say taste and see the Lord, but taste and see. You see, you are representative of Christ, all right? Now, how many of you ever heard of Nehemiah? Nehemiah, I'm not going to read all the passages of Scripture, okay, but but, uh, Nehemiah was one who was put in charge of going back to Jerusalem after the exile and rebuilding the city walls. And, and, and he had all kinds of obstacles, all right? They were just a, a band of people put together. And there was individuals who was trying to stop it from happening, came against him in warfare. And so literally the workers who were there helping to build this wall would carry the weapon in one hand and the tools in the other and do the work, all right? And they were so committed. Can, can you think of that type of dedication and commitment today? You know, we, we, we whine. You know, America's filled with a bunch of whiners. All right? I'm, not, I'm not, not W-I-N-E-R-S, all right? That's that too, but all right? But a bunch of W-H-I-N-E-R-S, right? Individuals who find themselves just complaining about everything and not realizing, listen, someone has to put their hand to the plow and not turn back. Nehemiah led this group of people to rebuild the city walls of Jerusalem that had been destroyed and tore down. And it, it was accomplished in 52 days. They built up city walls that were wide enough for horses and chariots to ride around on. in some places, some 9 feet wide. And they did it in 52 days. And guess what they did at the end of it all? They celebrated. They celebrated. It's so important for you to realize that celebration is not just a a, a thing that we do because we... um, to make us feel good, but it really is honoring to God when we celebrate what he's done. And so Nehemiah said, at the end of building all this, at a time in which they had uh, given the word of the Lord, he said, go, I'm in uh, Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, he said, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks, and send some to those who have nothing prepared. Don't stop being a giver, don't stop being a server. This day is sacred to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Say it, the joy of the Lord is my strength. When I celebrate, when I get joyful, that becomes my strength. Amen? So look at this. The Levites calmed all the people saying, be still for this is a sacred day. Do not grieve. Listen, it's real easy to look around us at the state of America today, and we would be grieving and mourning over the things that's going on. But I want to tell you something. God's at work today in the United States of America. God's at work today in the church. God's at work today in me. How about you? Is he in work in you? Is he at work in you? Because then all the people went away to eat and drink, to send portions of food, and to celebrate with great joy because they now understood the words that have been made known to them. You know, some people are so afraid to celebrate in fear of waiting for the next thing that's going to go wrong. Last week I talked about celebrating in the word, right? Celebrating to become doers of the word. And and unless you understand the word, unless you read the word, unless you find a way to plug yourself in the word, then fear is going to try to take over in your life. You're going to fear the next thing that's going to go wrong. The enemy's going to tell you you're just waiting for the next shoe to fall. The next thing, the mechanism to break or to go wrong in your life, okay? All right, buddy, go ahead. Go back down there. Thank you for that hug. <laughs> There was a Japanese warrior by the name of, and it's really hard to pronounce, so forgive me if I butcher this, but I will probably, Shehoya Yakawai, Shoya Yakawai, he spent 28 years of his life in prison, 28 years, now it wasn't a prison of bars and locks and wardens, but it was a self-imposed prison of fear, you see He was a Japanese soldier on the island of Guam during World War War II. And when the American forces landed, he fled into the jungle. He found a cave in which he hid for 28 years because he was afraid of being captured by the Americans. Now, how many of you know World War II didn't last 28 years long? All right. He learned that the war was over by reading one of the thousands of pamphlets dropped into the jungle, but he was so afraid... So for 28 years, he lived in the cave, coming out only at night to look for roaches, rats, frogs, and mangoes, is what he survived on for those 28 years. Finally, some natives came, and they convinced him that it would be all right for him to come out of his cave. What a waste for 28 years that he would continue to live as a prisoner of fear, Over something that wasn't even going to potentially harm him. He missed out on the celebration that even though they lost as far as in the war, he was alive. For 28 years. Can you think if that was all that you lived for, for bare existence for yourself? I mean, that would drive me crazy if I was just all by myself. I I live. For him, first of all, but I live to make a difference in other people as well. I'm driven by the mission that God has put me on. Listen, in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15, says, Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. God doesn't want us to be afraid of death. He doesn't want you to fear what could go wrong. He wants you to recognize what Jesus Christ has accomplished. He wants you to look to to him as far as the, the overcomer of death. Amen. And he wants you to believe the pamphlet. Hello. You know what the pamphlet is? The word of God that bears witness with your innermost being. The Spirit of God bears witness with you and says, listen, you are a child of God. You do not have to su- be submissive to the things of the world. You don't have to let fear overtake you anymore. You could choose to rise up and something you could do in the face of adversity is just praise Him all the more. Is celebrate all the more. Get some people together and say, we're going to have a party. Well, why are we having a party? Because I'm free today. Why are we having a party? Because Jesus Christ is risen today. Amen? How many of you believe that? You believe that? It's the reason. It's the reason for us to keep on living and celebrating. Listen, I want you to know that uh, uh, it's important for us to have a correct understanding about why we do what we do. And so I've got these, uh, uh, Jonathan, these all out of order. But turn to that CL slide, if you would, please, that, that other slide. Beginning on March 4th, we're going to have something called Central Life. It's a Wednesday. It's going to start at 630. And we hope that as many of you as possible can come. If you're in another class, uh, your teacher will give you a pass. All right? And uh, you can go ahead and come out for us with us for this eight to nine weeks there. And we're, we're going to have a great time sowing the word of God into you and seeing how it should be making a difference in your life so you can go make a difference in other people's life. It's a disciple... <clears throat> making process it's a leadership process developing process a serving process a breakthrough process you'll find freedom and uh, all these kinds of things and so beginning when did I say what that was March March 4th Wednesday March 4th 630 okay almost forgot no I didn't I want you to know it all right but listen we need to be activated to celebrate and we, we should be celebrating the Word of God in our lives all right amen I'm gonna ask for the baptism candidates if you go ahead and get ready please Baptism candidates, go ahead and and, uh, get ready. If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I didn't know about baptism, all right? It's the end of the service. I put it here just like this. You say, and and I have made a decision to live for Christ, and uh, I want him to rule and reign in my life, and I've never been baptized. I've never given the testimony that I've thoroughly given my life over to him and want to live for him. You can be baptized today, all right? I'm not making a bunch of hoops for you to jump through. I'm not going to make any class for you to go through. You know the sincerity and the intensity of your heart. If you want to be baptized, you just go in the tank and, you know, you get wet and you'll go at home and your seat, will, your car will dry, all right? It'll be fine, all right? It works. But um, we'll, we'll, uh, we, we, we believe, all right, that uh, God really wants to make a difference in people. But the reason that he's going to make a difference Is because of what you understand about him. The reason to make a difference in your life, let me get that right, is because of what you ascertain about God. We're going to sing a song in just a moment. It's called Unstoppable God. Is he unstoppable? Or are there limits to what God can or will do in your life? Praise team, come on up there if you would, please. Is he unstoppable for you? Or are there some things in which you say, well, someone told me that God will do this, but he hasn't done that for me yet. He hasn't really provided for me. He hasn't given me that assurance. I'm still struggling with some type of sickness. My relationships are still all dysfunctional in my life. Listen, God overcame the grave. To show his power over the most devastating force that man, that is known to mankind. You hear what I'm saying? There is nothing worse that can happen to you than death. When you got no more opportunities. Every other thing that can go wrong in your life, it doesn't measure up to the tragedy, at least for your loved ones, you're hearing, to experiencing death. And Jesus said, I've overcome it. He overcame it. He is unstoppable. And because he's unstoppable and because his spirit lives within you, you are a force to be reckoned with. It's something the Lord laid on my heart from the very first time in which I was coming here and candidating to be this pastor over five years ago. I came here and the Lord put on my heart, tell the people that they are a force to be reckoned with. And some looked and says, I, I just don't get it, Pastor. I don't understand it. That's exactly why I'm supposed to tell you again. You are to be a force to be reckoned with. Amen. There is nothing that's supposed to be stopping you. You're supposed to be going forward in boldness and in courage. And I'll tell you what, I love my prayer, our prayer team and, our, pray, uh, and our, our pastoral care ministry team. They're praying down the walls before service, all right. And, and God has spoken to them and says God's going to use them to do awesome things this year, all right. But listen, you got to sign up. Now, I'm not talking about a physical piece of paper. I'm talking about in your heart. I'm talking about with your intentionality. You've got to get to the place and say, God's unstoppable. He's unstoppable in me. And he's putting in my heart some visions, some ideas, some dreams that I have for the future. And I'm going to come out of my cave. I'm going to believe the word that's been dropped in my heart today. And I'm going to do something with the word. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. I'm going to go across the room and I'm going to speak to someone and bring love to those that are of the family of God. All right? Sometimes that's just where some people got to start. You're so intimidated just to meet new people because of what you think they'll think of you. It's not that you're haughty. It's not that we're arrogant. That's not the biggest problem that we have within America or even the church today. It's that we're lacking confidence in who we are in Christ. And we think that we would be interfering with somebody in order to come across the room or in order to get involved in their business. (laughs) Jesus, he came into the world. He turned some things upside down. Apostle Paul was was, was accused of turning things upside down what are you going to do what's going to be said about you i believe if you know who he is today you'll come out of your cave you come out of your cave you won't fear what's going to go wrong you will celebrate what's going to go right you have been activated by the spirit of god to be a celebrator today stand your feet with me if you would